This is SPF Zero, episode 10 for October 10th, 2020. Hey, Juan, it's episode 10 on 10 10 2020. <laughs> I know. 10 10 10. Oh, man. This is either where it goes uphill, downhill, Illuminati. I don't know. Something. Not that we peaked last episode. This is all downhill from now. We finally oh, hit the double man. digits. I know, not in listeners, just in episodes. Yeah, I don't. I still don't think we have any listeners. If you are listening to this, why? And let us know somehow. Um, tweet at us. Do we there have a go. Twitter? We have a Twitter. We we do. Yeah, yeah. Tweet it's at not us. Not very good, but it's in the works. Well, we're surprisingly well, we're, not we're, good at social media. We're social media gurus or something? No, we're we're professional podcasters. I think we're way we're just out outside of the demographics of of people that use social media. Uh, no, my mom's great at Facebook. She likes everything, everything. Does she everything. know how to use Facebook, or does she post? Does she post quotes? No, she just likes everything, everything. Does she have her standard message that she puts on everything that you put up? No. She just likes everything. Because uh, my, my grandma, what she does is that she'll like your comment and she'll say the standard, like, bless I'll God, bless for you guys. I, yeah, I'm praying for you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, every, every, every photo. That's, that's kind of sweet. Every photo, every post. But it sometimes just doesn't make sense. It'll be like a photo of you just like skateboarding it'll be like oh bless you bless everything bless the world praying for you and he's like i mean i there's a saying that the kids use these days called uh it, it says uh keep that same energy and you know she keeps that same energy everything <laughs> so at least at least she's consistent that is a very good virtue that's well. At least she's on social media. Does she have a Twitter? You know, she would love Instagram. No, no way. I mean, I <clears throat> if if you had if you gave your parents an iPad, and you were like, "Hey, start a start a Facebook page and follow three people," do you think they would be able to accomplish that? Like within the next thirty minutes? No, no, they wouldn't. But don't don't make yourself come just set up an instagram account and follow some people and it'll be great true true. there's nothing but positivity on instagram uh so it's great (laughs) don't don't get into the facebook the facebook's complicated and uh, they'll be brainwashed to do stupid things stick with instagram that's very true yeah i just thought about that kind of gave me like a like a light bulb just went off thinking yeah if you introduce an old person to Facebook, they could very well be brainwashed soon. Oh yeah, it's because uh, <laughs> they. All right, let's change topics. Um, they don't understand so, nope's either. So, like, we have this group chat with my family, right through Line, which is like another chatting app. But because we're, you know, Line's mainly used in Taiwan, and since we're from Taiwan originally, we use Line. And I was going to ask if it was Asian, because I'm yeah, like, yeah, why is, is there a reason to use another one? But Okay. Yeah. Well, it's they have other friends in Taiwan, so they use it. So we have to anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, every so often, almost almost daily for a while, they would post articles. They'd be like, 
you know, it'll be some horrible, horrible, horrible article. And then one of my cousins will have to go and says, nope, nope, nope. Uh, just a Snopes. Snopes, check this out. This is not true. This is just, this is fake. <laughs> <laughs> and it happened for a while. It happened only, almost on a daily base, basis. It's slowed down a lot now. Now we, we, we sort of calm down. We still get random videos and YouTube videos and links to news sometimes. But mostly it's just mm-hmm. wishing people happy birthday. So that's that's better than before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that is that's kind of scary. <laughs> like if I saw my parents fall down a hole like that, I'd be like, oh my god. If if you don't stay on top of that, then who knows what they end up believing by the end of the year? Right. Like my my, my wow. mom used to call me all the time and say, like, Charles, I read in the newspaper uh, that. Uh, if you don't chew your boba carefully enough, you can choke on it. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Thank you, mom. Thank you. I'll be careful next time I get boba. She also uh, reads the, the 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 Chinese newspaper, which is delivered to the mail, but we're too cheap, so we don't order it. But my aunt does, and so they read it, and then my parents get it like a week or two after. So not only is her news sort of inaccurate, it's also very very late. <laughs> She's never quite up on current events. She's always two weeks behind everybody. That reminds me of when I was in college and there was uh, Bruno Mars was new. Like he, he hit it big as his first big album. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it and heard about him like eight months afterwards. Like by the time all his videos and everything had millions of views, like then I jumped into the fray. And I remember, I remember, um, I remember my, my girlfriend at the time, I made her like a mix tape. Well, you know, called mixtape, <laughs> and I put some Bruno Mars songs. And I'm like, I think you're really gonna like this guy. Like, he's he's so good. <laughs> and she was like, Yeah, I've heard this song before. <laughs> like, this song is like old now. It's eight months old. I, I did that too. Like, because I don't listen to mu- music very much, so I discovered Coldplay last year. <laughs> I went through a Coldplay phase when I went through all his records and his songs and, and apparently it was a little late they've been around <laughs> for a while oh man is, is music, do you keep up with music? I think music I, for me is one of those things where I like what I like, I know what I like and sometimes I hear a new song that I enjoy but for the most part my library is consisted of the same songs that it's been for the past three years or so so it's just all bruno mars all the time <laughs> you guys listen to this bruno mars album that came out in 2016 it's good oh, fire i i don't really listen to music and that's a that's the that's but that's a thing right that's a thing that old people do they like you're sort of stuck in whatever you liked back in college or high school i mm-hmm. think i don't know i, I mean I always wonder what, what people do to discover new music nowadays. Is it still radio? Do people still listen to the radio? I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's like I, I listen to the radio because right now I don't have a, a phone or anything. And so just when you're in the car and stuff, you just I listen to the radio. I think that people, I think that if you are the kind of person that likes top 40 hits and if you're the kind of person that likes the radio show because i do think the radio show is kind of fun if you listen to you know one that you enjoy Mm -hmm. Um, like i when i was in la i would watch the steve harvey 
morning show because it was just like funny and and kind of kind of good natured so i like that and then when i'm out here i've been listening to the jubilee show just because i like it when they do prank calls on people um but i don't think you i don't i wouldn't see why you would listen to radio if you didn't like the radio show because the music obviously you could just get it wherever when i'm driving i have an ipod and i listen to podcasts really i don't even listen to music all the time and for a while the only (laughs) with that that ipod reference yeah well it's really an iphone but i use it as an ipod but it's not my regular using phone i probably i bought a dedicated phone just for that music anyway um, the only two places I was learning to uh, learning about new music or discovering new music was SNL because they always have a musical guest every week, and oh. the game Rock Band. But the game Rock yes. Band, they're not necessarily new songs; they're just new to me. Yeah. <laughs> so oh like, my God. Rock on my way, son. That's not new, but it, uh, I, Who's that's that where by? I learned all my music from. Hmm? Who's that by? No, no clue. Uh, by Kansas. Sure. And that's how this podcast comes full circle. Wow. We just did that right there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no. Rock Band and then Guitar Hero, I think those things were so awesome back in the day because they, at least for me, they introduced me to classic rock and like so many songs. So now all of the classic songs that I listen to that are pre-1990 are from a connection off of rock band. Were you ever good at that game? Yeah, yeah, I am. I can't do drums, but oh, yeah, I, can, okay. I can do guitar or uh, bass usually. And then Wait, are you sing. actually good at this game? Yeah, I can do, I can do bass on hard. Mm-hmm. On guitar, I can do hard sometimes, but generally not. It is nothing mm. like playing a real guitar. Yeah, uh, yeah, at all. yeah. And uh, I and I can if I know this part. song, I can sing harmony uh, without without, but not into the mic because there's only one mic. I can I can sing harmony if I know the words of the song, which usually I don't. But you know, I wonder how much that had to do with with the downfall of Guitar Hero was a bunch of kids playing Guitar Hero. And then finally getting a guitar and realizing it's not remotely <laughs> close, and this in no way will help you to play the actual guitar. Well, I, I who really thought that's how guitars work? And, I mean, well, really, people thought well, that? I mean, no, no, you got to think about it. When when you were playing Guitar Hero, you probably could make those connections and then see through the holes. Like when I was playing Guitar Hero then that wasn't the case you were like wow yeah like superman is real because i see him on tv and rock band helps you play the guitar and the drums really? and everything else yeah well, i think you, i went about it backwards because i knew how to play guitar a little bit before mm. learning rock, playing rock band oh man now now at some point we gotta play the play together i used to I be still... so good i used to be like expert expert all the songs except for maybe like the last two or three that were super hard like wow i would used to be so good at that game yeah i used to have uh band practice like friday nights when i invited uh 
like three other friends over and we just play rock band all night till, till like two in the morning. Was that, is that popular? I've never been in, in rock groups or bands or I've been in choir, but that's, you know, your own natural voice. Um, it was rock band and like music games popular amongst music groups. I don't know. I, I, I just called it band practice. That's just why I called it. It was just my friends, normal friends that may or oh, may you not play music. Band or, or orchestra or anything in high school or middle school? What? Was I in band? Yeah, band or orchestra or something. Yeah, I was, but that had nothing to do with rock band. But I'm saying, did you guys play that, What you know, amongst oh, you guys? Was it no, because... In music? No, because the game came out way after I graduated college. <laughs> oh, my God, Charles. How old are you? That's insane. Oh. Uh, that, I, I, always know, I always know that you're older than me, but when you say things like that, I'm like, holy shit, you are old, dude. No, I am old. Like, yesterday, I was watching um, some guy on Twitch, right? Uh, playing a game and then he was all done playing the game and so he was just uh, chatting with everybody and then he was scrolling through a subreddit called Nostalgia nostalgia, or something like that and so just like nostalgic things and half the things he didn't recognize because they weren't born yet and I'm like oh I remember that oh I remember that oh I remember that and I was trying to explain to them oh that's what we used to do when we did this and this is what we used to drink and this is what we used to was, yeah, that's I, so much it. fun to do do you, no, do you think not. you, I, yes, it is, because then you get to talk about, like, even when you say an, an iPod, like, I remember having an iPod, it was so much fun, you'd have the little wheel, I also used to have a Zune, and you would, like, touch it with other Zunes, and then you would get some song from them, like, yeah, that Did you really have a was so much fun, yeah, it was called squirting, I remember this, that's not what we called it. <laughs> That's what officially well, it was called. You squirt each other. <laughs> no, you you read you read the wrong article. You are being brainwashed right now. <laughs> Just listen to yourself, Charles. No one called it. No, I swear it's true. I'll look this up later. But I I, I realized I said it out loud. It sounds stupid. But I thought that that sounded stupid too when I learned about it years ago. I I I, I bought a Zoom once. Uh, specifically because Zune could do wireless syncing from your computer and mm-hmm. you can plug your Zune into your TV to play video directly off of it. So if you do use it that way, essentially you just made yourself an Apple TV, right? You made us like I could send video from my computer to my Zune that's plugged into the TV uh, to play on TV. And this is way before I think Apple TV was out, but this is way before like Roku and Chromecast and Fire yeah, TV, yeah. all that stuff. This was just a way to get video onto TV because for a while there we couldn't get video onto the TV. Yeah, there was no believe... Chromecast or something. Huh? There was no Chromecast. There wasn't, you know. No, not back then. Not when. Not back in these good old Zoom days. <clears throat> no, but that type of stuff is fun. It's fun to to think about the stuff that we did. Because that's just how it was. Like, even, I, I even think that to some extent, like, going outside and playing outside and, like, meeting the neighbor kids and, like, being in a cul-de-sac, I think in part that's kind of antiquated as well. You don't think kids play outside anymore? Well, I have no idea. I don't 
I, I have no idea what kids do nowadays. Did you play outside when you were a kid? Oh yeah, yeah. It was. I used to live in apartment com. And growing up, I was in apartment complexes. So then mm-hmm. we would always just kind of see the other kids in the neighborhood and then play kickball or playing cards and like stuff like that. Yeah, Did you that play was in the street. And I and I grew up in in a. Once we moved into a house, we lived in a cul-de-sac. And then us and the other kids from the cul-de-sac, we would just play basketball usually at our house. Hmm. Did you play in the street? Oh, cul-de-sac, you probably didn't. That's probably easier because no, there's no cars usually. Yeah, we wouldn't. It wasn't like a super long kind of cul-de-sac. So like if you were to play um, baseball, it would get very dangerous. Oh. And very, yeah, we would be in a lot of trouble. And if we played kickball you could kick it like to at someone's house. Like it, it just it didn't seem all too far, but so it wasn't, so we would just play in like driveways and play basketball and stuff like that. We did that too. We, but we played in the street. Uh, we weren't as careful. It was the eighties. These didn't matter as much back then. Kids weren't such a big deal. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, that's but, yeah, we used to throw the neighborhood kids weird. outside all the time. Yeah. We used to like ride our bikes places. And without our parent, and then ride our bike back like it wasn't a big deal. Nowadays, if I see a kid, if I see a kid and they're just like in the sidewalk, I'm like, "Where the hell is your parent? What are you doing?" They're hoodlums. That's what they are. (laughs) They're up to no good. They're super future, future incarceration rate. That's where you are. (laughs) But you, okay, so you. You told me that you went to sleep late because you had a chai iced tea. Did you, can you walk me through your, your sort of thought process through that? No. Wait, okay. Hold on. Hold on one moment. I want to mention another thing back on the rock band thing really quick. I always wish they made not just rock band, but like orchestra band where we can play <laughs> orchestra music along with the, with the, with the screen. That was such an awesome game. Oh dear, okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I just am laughing at your idea that you think that, that would have been successful at all. It would have been awesome. I would love to play cello. I don't know how to play cello, but I can play fake cello or I can play a fake euphonium or a French horn or something like that. That would be awesome. Anyway, that's just my idea. Somebody work on that. I, I think that's a great idea. Call it an orchestra band and or a concert band, and it'll be it'll be that's wonderful. Like, that's like when Tony Hawk came out with the game that was actually on a skateboard and it didn't sell at all because people always think like, oh, wouldn't it be good if you could do the exact thing you're doing? It's like no. The point of video games is to fantasize and be able to do something that we otherwise just aren't actually gonna do. Well, I can play a real band instrument. I don't a rock instrument. I don't need a rock band. But really, there was a Tony Hawk game with a skateboard. Did you use like the Fit Balance Board, the Wii Fit Balance Board, or something? Or no, it would be its own proprietary. It would be its own proprietary control, and you would essentially try and skateboard in it on as it usually would. And as someone that skateboarded in middle school, I was like, no, this is lame. I don't. I don't remember this game at all, and I can't skateboard, so I would I love the game like that. It's fun, minimal effort. So, How do you not fall then, over on a skateboard? 
You do. I mean, you you have to. You got to learn. Well, I do, but how do we, how do people not fall? <laughs> how do they stand oh, because, on it without sliding away? It's to... like a cartoon thing. It just it, it's it's destined to just slip out under you. No, I mean you have a good balance on it. You know how to turn. You know how to stop. Pretty no, simple. I don't need that stuff. <clears throat> anyway, back to what you were asking me about my oh my Thai's tea. Yeah. Oh, I went to get dinner yesterday, and um, I went, we went to get Thai food, and they had a sign on the window saying, like, buy one drink, get one free. And I thought, ah, I should get a drink. And this is this where at a Thai restaurant, I'll just get some Thai iced tea. Uh, uh, Preface says, I, I, I don't usually drink uh, any caffeine, so any little bit of caffeine really affects me. I don't go to sleep. I, I just can't sleep. Even if I have it in the morning, I, I have trouble sleeping at night. And uh, last night I stayed up to like two fifty. What did you do? Oh, I was playing a Minesweeper. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, you so, really going to take it back. This episode is, is well. Uh, this is back on nostalgia the thing. The 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 Twitch streamer that went on the nostalgia kick was because something popped into his head. Remember the old pinball game that came with Windows ninety five plus. Yeah, the space one? Yes. So that's what started it. Then he went to see if he can get it for Windows 10. Then he found it, but he couldn't make it full screen. Then he went down this subreddit. Uh, yeah, and, 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 yeah, and on, on Reddit, right? The, the, the subreddit to about nostalgia. And it, it was going through that. And that's how we got onto this whole rabbit hole of that. And therefore, Minesweeper came up. And then um, I was playing Minesweeper last night. So I was I, I get tired at night, but I just can't fall asleep because of the caffeine. And so my mind is still racing, and I was and I I was thinking really hard of how to play Minesweeper and struggling with the moves, and then getting right and left click mixed up, and uh, just thinking really hard on how to do play Minesweeper. And some of it just sort of came out automatically, and some of it I I had to think really really hard. I want three games though, so that's that's pretty good. Did you learn how to play Minesweeper? Could could you can you give a short tutorial? Because I honestly I know what Minesweeper is and I've opened it, but I can't say that I've played it the correct way. Sure. Um, basically, click. You have a, a a square of little tiles. You click on a tile, and if a number appears, that means there is a mine. Uh, there's the, that number of mimes around that tile. So think of a nine by nine square, right? You click, mm -hmm. the tile you click is the one in the middle. That number in the middle, let's say it's one, that means around that one tile could be your mine in any of the other eight squares. Wow. I honestly, that's not sarcastic. I honestly never knew that. that no, is, a lot of people don't. I, thought, it's okay. those, it's I like, thought those were like points. I thought you would accumulate points and you'd be like oh i got a i got an eight awesome and then you click the one right next to it and then you're like what the fuck there's a mine right here like no. that was actually telling us there was a mine this this is like bowling score manual scoring and bowling don't don't bring up bowling scoring again <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean, bowling again. because because most people don't know how to score in bowling either mm-hmm because everything that does automatically for you, so you don't understand. He's like, oh, I got 18 points, and now I got 
I got 36. How did that happen? And no, well, it's, well, a, it's, a, it's a I think, lost skill. I think most people can bowl for the le- or they can score for the level of bowler that they are. And what I mean by that is, is I'm not very good. Like I'm not getting strikes. I, I can get a strike, but it's not on that, purpose. Yeah, it's like it's, I, I get surprised. I get happy because I'm like, whoa, I got a strike. Like I don't expect myself to be striking. And um, so if I have a spare, like I know how to. Isn't a spare like you get the ten points plus the points off the next one? Yes. You get so ten points, me, and then the pins you get in the next frame. Next, yeah. Yeah. Is it so next frame? It's just one, your next throw, basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, for the level of bowler that I am, I can score my own game. And I think for most people, since they're at the same level, if they knew like two or three things, then that would be it. And they would know how to score their own game. Well, that's it's, the when only you're, thing, right? it's when you're like the, the turkey and then you get like a nine the next one like then you gotta figure out how to do it but no you don't get anything special for a turkey basically a spare you just get 10 points and then the next frame and then a a strike you get 10 points and the next two frames next two throws but most people don't know that either well most people don't need to know that because they're not getting strikes that's what i'm saying you're getting like eight and seven so you just got to add those numbers up and if you can't do that then I mean, you probably didn't graduate high school either, but whatever. There's I, some I very good bowlers that have not graduated high school. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about the Venn diagram between high school graduation <laughs> and bowling. <laughs> they actually cross together. Uh, I forgot. That's right. They overlap almost perfectly. Almost. <laughs> uh, wow. Wait, no, is... no. Only graduated high school, not graduated high school. <laughs> Like that, you only did that. <laughs> That's, uh, then I only see one circle. Um, no, it's, it's kind of like the people who love rock band and the people who only graduated high school. Like it's kind of the same Venn diagram. <laughs> How about people who like orchestra band? <laughs> oh man, no those. Those and um, virginity, <laughs> those are the ones that, <laughs> that you, know, you think of two separate things. But, oh, wow. but, but it's, yeah, it's, it's similar. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, this is the Offend right, Everybody episode. Wanna... That's great. <laughs> no no one left behind. Should we t- turn to something highfalutin or <laughs> That's right. Let's let's get let's get classy here. <laughs> what are we talking about now? What have we started talking to? Are we recording? Yeah, we are. Okay, we're recording. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, I want to hear about this because you said you broke your phone this week. How did yeah. this happen? And you get a uh, new phone because I love talking about so new cell phones. <laughs> take a guess. How did I break my? I got phone. A feeling you dropped it in the toilet. Ooh, taking taking a two or taking a one? Well, one. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm sure. How do you do two? Because <laughs> well, two, you're like just looking, and then it just 
falls straight down. It depends on how far back you sit. I don't know. <laughs> but the, I, but no, it didn't happen that way. I think that's whenever I hear people say that they drop their phone in their toilet, I think one, that's disgusting. Two, are you that are you that like uh, obsessed with your phone that even when you go to the bathroom, you can't go with without it? That's what it's so odd. Like when I when I hear that, and I'm just like, oh, like you're going to the bathroom and then touching your phone, like that's so gross. Also, you should wash your hands for 20 seconds. Sing the yeah, hand-washing song. I don't know. It's just so weird. But no, it didn't happen that way. Um, what happened was I went hiking. And then when I got back, I was changing some clothes. But I put my phone on the roof while I was changing my clothes. And then I finished changing and was ready. And then I just got in the car. I did not get my phone. But my watch, my watch uh, is connected to my phone through Bluetooth. And so since my watch, my phone was on top of the roof, my watch was still letting me know, like, yeah, you're still connected to your phone. So I, nothing really came off. But then at some point, we just break a little and my phone, like, <laughs> fell off. The, and, I, and you hear it. You heard, like, just this, like, one object hitting the ground, you know, hitting the concrete. And then, and then my watch gave my little signal saying, your phone is now disconnected. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. My phone is disconnected now. I don't know where my phone is. And so we took a U-turn and, you know, we didn't go that far out. So now we're just kind of, uh, on the road, just looking for it, and I and I found it on the road. And then, oh yeah, please let reconnect. <laughs> please let reconnect, and that's how you found and, your phone. And that's that's the uh, no. Well, I saw it. I saw it in the road, and oh. then, um, but my my watch did do that. My phone, <laughs> the little, little beep, and the little Bluetooth icon on my watch showed up to let me know that it's connected. <laughs> My phone, actually, my phone actually works like i can turn it on and stuff it's just the screen is completely unusable like everything shows up and i still get notifications but the phone is unusable oh just then you just need to get a new screen replacement <laughs> That's yeah no i definitely can <clears throat> I, I think uh i think for the month i'm just not gonna go with a phone okay what what, what phone did you have I had the Samsung S8, and for me, I usually, oh, I usually go about, I usually go about three years without an upgrade, mm-hmm. because I don't, I don't ever have a case on my phone. I don't like cases. Mm-hmm. I don't like how bulky they feel. I just put that pop sticker, so then that mm-hmm. way I, I can hold on to it with like my fingers when I'm holding my phone. Oh, and usually with okay. that, usually between that. I don't break my phone for three or four years until I forget it on the roof of a car. So usually three and four. And now it's been around that same because my last phone was the iPhone 5. So I usually go like a few years without breaking my phone or doing it. And that phone was was the same way. It was broken. (laughs) 
it was cracked and stuff like that. I actually you leave on top of your car. No, that phone was just so I, I can't remember what what happened that finally did the last blow, but. I would be able the top right corner of my iPhone five was completely exposed and you could see this chip. And when I used the screen, I would have to press down on the chip in order for everything to show show up. Or else I would just get a black screen. So for about a few months before the ultimate death of my phone, I would be pushing down on this little chip in the corner while using my phone. And then I got to a point where I tried to make it easier. So I would get a clip, like a clip with, that you usually bind, you know, a bunch of documents and office papers with. Oh, yeah, I, would binder get clip. Clip. I would get a clip and clip that on the top right of corner of my phone. So then that way that would push down on the chip. So now I could use my phone with both hands as I would instead just of one. just having, always, always having to push down on one corner. You're so janky. So, so I'm very resilient when it comes to using my phone still. And so, yeah, I guess now I'm going to I'm I'm going to wait for the next line of phones to come out and then see which well, one to get. The next line of phones have come out already. Um Apple well, I mean the has their month. Huh? I mean the ones next month or next year. Oh, next year. Well, you don't want to wait that long. Uh, cuz Apple has their announcement uh Tuesday. The thirteenth, right? Uh, the thirteenth. This would happen. Uh, let me see. Is that Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. It's Tuesday. iPhone twelve, the new iPhone. <clears throat> oh, Google, cool. Google's Pixel five just came out two weeks ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, it's the perfect time to buy a phone because all the new phones are just came out. Samsung, I think, announced. Samsung usually announces it earlier, I think. So they're out. They came out like a month ago or so, month or two, maybe. But now it's a good time to buy a phone because uh, uh, the new ones are just out. Hmm. If you want to go what? cheap, Pixel 4a, I heard is an excellent phone. If you want to go nicer, then you know there's tons of other choices. But are you, do you, are you thinking about getting an iPhone? No, I don't like iPhones. I I, hmm. I think it's funny because the I think the newest um, iOS came out, iOS 14. Mm-hmm. not too long ago and a lot of the things that they introduced have already been a part of samsung and android phones oh yeah like the we, widgets have been there of, since like the beginning and we're finally getting yeah. widgets now people and love there's them, even though. there's even stuff where since i don't have a phone and sometimes i use my girlfriend's phone to just do random things um i'll ask her like how do i do this because i don't know how to do it on an iphone Mm-hmm. And it's so many more steps. It's so annoying. So I I still just find Apple and iPhone to be a type of phone that's way outdated still in its functionality. Mm, I don't know. I love it's outdated. I like iPhone. I still use iPhone. I mean, the, I mean, the difference, I think, the operating system, Android is really good. But the apps, uh, iPhone is really good. So... It's a, it's a. But how? Because I always hear that too. How are the, how are the apps on? Because yeah, I agree that a lot of times. Excellent, excellent question. Creators, the creators are using it to specifically focus on iPhones, and then they just, Mm -hmm. the the Android version is just based on iPhone. So usually it's things that are cut out or cut down. 
Right. I mean, it's it, excellent question. It's really based because of because of what iPhone and Android is. So let's talk about the same app, sort of comparable uh, um, um, comparison, like the Yelp app. That's on both iPhone and uh, Android, and the iPhone one's way better because the one for Android. Apple only has to build one, like three different screen sizes, and everything's the same, right? Everything's inside the same, so they know exactly what they're building to. When you're building for Android, there can be a bajillion different screen sizes and different hardware in all of them, right? So you have to make it so it works for all of them. And so that comes down to making the app sort of to the least common denominator, right? So everything just doesn't, everything just, it's not as smooth, it's not as great. It's just because they had to do what they had to do to make it work. Um, especially, but the, I mean, this isn't funny, but especially on the tablet apps, <clears throat> basically you got a 10 inch screen or nine inch screen, but your Yelp app is still the exact same Yelp app. And so what used to make sense because your screen was only two inches wide. Now it's, you know, eight, six inches wide or something. It doesn't make sense for it to look that scale, but the app still is there and it works, but it's just not a pleasant experience. Hmm. Huh. So it's it's not it's not really a, a a functional thing. It's just the visual perspective of it. Um, it's functional in the sense it's not functional in the sense that the hardware or something makes it run slower. Or I mean that is a little bit, but it's not the big deal. Is the user experience it, functionality is different? The, the oh. user experience on the Android is not as good. And apps, yeah, I but just, the operating it, system is great. You know, Android itself is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just haven't really noticed those differences because I have had iPhones before, and even my backup phone is is uh, an iPhone six, I think. So I'm fine using an iPhone. I just find that the everyday functionality of it and just ease of is of strolling through your phone and finding files and stuff like that. I just find it much easier on the Android. So. I've yeah, always you want said, to like, find files. Yeah, you can't even access files on the iPhone. Yeah, so I'm just, the whole time I'm like, I feel as though an uh, an Android phone is kind of a lesser extent of a computer, which I really like. Whereas an iPhone just feels like a completely different thing, and I'm more of like I I enjoy using my computer. So I enjoy using Android phones because they're kind of an extension of it. Mm-hmm. And and iPhones just feel like a completely separate thing. Yeah. I yeah. I mean it's it's hard to switch. Like there's a couple apps. Like I use Tweetbot for my Twitter client and I tried a bunch of Twitter clients on um Android and I just never found one that I liked because I'm used to certain certain features that Tweetbot gives me that Android doesn't. And like um, Instagram, I don't know if this is still the case, but if you scroll through Instagram and you want to jump back to the top, I think we can hit the top bar or t- the top part where it says Instagram. And an and iPhone, you just jump to the top. But I don't know if you can do that in in Android. So you just have to scroll all the way back to the top. Mm-hmm. So little things like that, that it's just a little annoying because once you have it, then not having it is kind of annoying. But, you know, both are fine. Yeah. But, yeah. I would recommend Pixel 4a if you want a cheaper phone, but still Android. No, I would. 
I would not get a Google phone because I don't like the way that Google tracks everything. Like I have extensions. I have the DuckDuckGo extension. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know that, that one. Um, yeah, I know DuckDuckGo. But I have that on all of my, and on my phone, I use the DuckDuckGo web browser because I do not by any means. I mean, there was even, we were, I was playing Scrabble and then I looked up a word to see if it was Scrabble approved. And then I was using my girlfriend's phone, which is an iPhone using um, Safari and mm-hmm. using Google. And I was just going to say like, is this a word? And before, right as soon as I say the word, it just says, is blank a Scrabble word? And I'm like, this is so creepy because you're, I'm just seeing it in real time that this thing is listening in on us. Well, I, the Pixel phone, I don't think that matters what type of hardware you get. I think those are just settings in Android you have to turn off, like turn off the tracking, turn off everything like that. No, it's just the inner, it's like the inner conspiracy theorist in me that doesn't even trust the phone. Like just the phone oh, itself geez. is one of those alarms people. for me to to not. I mean, I don't, I don't have a smart. I will never have a smart home because I refuse to like have those devices that do listen in on you. Mm. I'm like, I surrounded by smart that. devices. Like my house, entire house, I have an entire apartment, but every room, including the bathroom, has a, a, a Echo Alexa in it. Are you, where do you, where do you stand on this? Alexa, so, stop. Wow. Stop. Oh my God. This is, go stop. Well, our, I didn't think that our first guest was going to be Alexa. I thought <laughs> it would be listening. an actual person. <laughs> She's always listening. What did what, what, you say? I exactly. Didn't that's you. so creepy. That's so weird. Even it was just demonstrated to us in this it's, podcast. Like how it, creepy. It I is. don't mind it. Always I like listening. the convenience of it. Oh, I just think it's like, oh. It, it feels like if someone were. What someone were outside of your door, mm-hmm. like even if even if they are just standing there, like they mm-hmm. never come in, they never knock or anything. I still just think that's extremely creepy. If someone were to just be standing outside the door, while me, I just let them in and then put one in every single room <laughs> and give them all your information. Yep. <laughs> um, it's easier. So what were you saying before? Uh, before Alexa interrupted you, <laughs> I I don't even remember. Um, oh, I have one. I have one in every room. Was what I was telling you. Yeah, that's just weird. That's just weird. Um, but aside from that exhilarating night, and thank you for the Minesweeper tutorial. Like I, I honestly want to go back and play it, knowing oh, how to actually play it now. You'll it'll get addicting. It's great once yeah. you know how to play it. Knowing just half the battle. How does how does the flags come in? You know how you can place flags. Like how does that? How do those come in? So if you know some some square has a bomb, you flag it. That way, it, you can just keep track of. Don't click on this square because there's a bomb there. Oh, I always thought that the flags were just like a a, a safe space sort of thing. Like if you put a flag on something, then that means that there's a bomb there. Then it's gone. It was like, you can get rid of bombs. But then I would just flag everything and then just be like, hey, I want. There's no more bombs. That is definitely one way to play. 
Yeah, that's one way yeah. to play Minesweeper. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from aside from that uh, riveting all nighter, um, what did you get up to this week? What did I what? What did you, what did you get up to this week? What were you up to? Nothing. That's the whole thing. I didn't but do is, much at all this is, week. How is your uh, streaming been going? Oh, are, are that's there been any going... updates with Are there any updates with the, with your followers? Yeah, the, the, the streaming has been pretty good this week. It, it picked up a little bit. I have a consistent probably ten people that watch. No, probably less than ten. No, there's about ten that drop by. In, um, uh, I can get into details of this, but I don't know if I want to. <laughs> because in case ever they the, the those viewers ever cross over and listen to the podcast because then I'll just be talking about them but um it, it's been good um it's it's weird and uh yeah i it's 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 the idea is still weird that people are watching me play a video game and then chatting with me and we could be friends in real life one day, because we're sort of Why friends online. Because that was never my intent to start with, uh-huh. and just having people that sort of care and tell you things that they would only tell to their friends or family, uh, like. I'm still a complete stranger to you. I'll, you only know me from being online and playing a game, a stupid Animal Crossing game. But you want to tell me these things that you should be saving and tell your friends and your real friends and your your family, and and I I, I guess that's how people make friends now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still used to making friends in real life. You know, people I can see and meet up with. But maybe people meet online more now than than i'm used to i mean like i said the internet wasn't around too much later uh, for me so this is still un un it's not it still just feels new and not what people normally would do but i guess it is i don't know so do you feel like you're getting a discounted friendship like uh, or how, no i think i could be i could way? have a friendship with people that i don't know and I never expected to. Is it one thing to it, do you feel as though it's kind of taking away from the friendship if it's a friendship where you can't actually meet the person or like be around them or you know stuff like that? Um well, in like everyday stuff, it's much easier to be friends with someone that's actually nearby you. You know, mm-hmm. in that sense, yeah, it's just stuff missing, but it's like a long distance relationship too, you know, but like that these people, like I could possibly meet up with them one day. I, in, in real life and, and it'll be neat, but I know, but then a lot of these kids, it, kids are just kids. They're really kids. They're probably like eight to 15 years old. You know, there's some mm-hmm. really young viewers there. Cause I mean, they're the, it's, it's Twitch, right? The, the, the kids love to play video games. And so they, they do that. And, yeah. and, um, like this week, I don't, I don't know if I want to share this, but I'll, I guess I will anyway. This week, like, uh, like, I don't have many followers, so I'm able to react to 
every single comment, every single person, and basically I'm just chatting with them as if I'm talking aloud. They're typing the chat box, and uh, they would say like, "Oh, thanks for streaming today. It was really great." Um, because uh, uh, I don't have any friends and I'm really lonely and want someone to talk to. And you talk back to us, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's nice, but that's that's so sad, right?" And these are just oh yeah. And these are just elementary school kids. And I'm thinking about, was this the same case when I was in elementary school? And kind of, right? I mean, it, you weren't friends with uh, everybody in elementary school. And I didn't have that many friends. But I did have a, the, my circle of, you know, three or four friends I hang out with all the time back in elementary school. But now mm-hmm. it's even worse because they can't, even if they did have real friends, they can't even go see them right now, right? Because of the whole COVID thing. They're all doing school yeah. online and, and, and they can't go out. And it's just... And then like, whoa, okay, I'm glad to be here to talk to you, but I'm also as old as your dad probably. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm that good of a friend to you, all that stuff. You know, I, I just enjoy, you know, I'm just talking basically to myself and you're responding. And so, yeah. I don't know. It, it, the, the world's a lonely place. And I, I didn't think, I didn't realize that so much because I'm, I'm not that lonely, right? I live by myself and everything, but I talk to you once a week. I talk to the streamer, uh, the people that sh- I have my chat, and um, I, 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 well, I don't like interacting with people all that much. So, like, even if we just chatted once a week, that's about enough for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's different because with kids, you know, growing up, you need to be you need to be interact and interacting with multiple people at multiple times of the day. Mm-hmm. And you need to be engaged in activities. Like as we grow older, we don't necessarily need that, you know, on a on a consistent basis. Like we could just sit by ourselves, watch some TV, and then we might go and like have dinner with someone or hang out with someone, or even even be 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 okay with playing like a video game online through like headsets. Like we don't even necessarily need to be with people in that moment. But children are like completely different. I mean, they need to actually be around people. They need they need to be guided and, and sort of stuff like that. So I think it, part of it's a difference. And, and, you know, for those kids, like especially nowadays with yeah, all the restrictions and everything that's going on. Yeah, I, I would imagine that it'd be so difficult for them because they're like, hey, I just I used to like go to school and be around like hundreds of people. And I used to then be taken to soccer practice and then be in all these activities. And now it's like just home all day. What, what video game am I going to play? And then my mom's already working and, you know, no one else is really around to hang out with. Yeah. Right. It's got to be, I would be in maybe like a year or two when hopefully things have calmed down, we end up hearing a lot of, studies and a lot of ways in which this whole thing really impacted not just the financial aspect that we are told about, but also the psychological aspect and the social aspect in the next two years. Yeah. Just see like what, what this time period really did for the world and people. Absolutely. It made a huge impact. I don't think we're really quite grasping yet. Mm-hmm. But even like not all my followers are, are kids. There's some. There's like one girl who's in their thirties and one guy who's in his twenties. And the guy in his twenties was the other day was um, 
like he messaged me, hey, I got some great news today. And I'm like, uh oh, that, that can't be good, you know, because I don't know. I don't know what your good news is, but <clears throat> that can't be that great. Uh, uh, well, I'm, I was afraid of what he'll say. And he says, my wife and I are having a baby. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's great. That is really good news. I'm really excited for you. But I think he, like, he just found out that his wife is having a baby. And usually people don't tell, you know. Hey, Charles. Uh huh. I don't know if you're having dementia, but you you already told the story last week. Did I tell a story last week? Yeah. So yeah, the kid pheasant hunter. No, I don't know if it's a pheasant hunter, but he's having a kid, and then you were surprised that he told you because it seemed like something that was right. Really personal. I did. See, I did tell the story last week. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> like where's I haven't dementia. I sure talk to the same stories over and over again because I don't know who I told it to. Uh, it's. I, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's just weird. It's I don't know how to. Do I don't know. I think weird. you should just. Uh, um, I don't know how it how it actually feels because I'm just getting you know your side of it. But it seems as though you two talk to each other, and it seems like you guys at least enjoy each other's company because you know you you're he's giving you this news, and I think because it is good news. Like most people react positively to hearing something like that, especially if the other person, you know, if you were to say, oh, I have bad news. Me and my wife are having kids. You know, you react the way the other person presents it. But if he's happy then and, and, and you, and it's something that's supportable, it's not like, oh, hey, I have good news. I, I just like, I don't, I don't want to say something bad now. Oh, jeez. I just abandoned yeah, I can, my dog at the saying, park. Can we say? Yeah, it's like, hey, I just abandoned my dog at the park, and you're just like, oh, um, I can't support that. But it's something supportable, you know. You just be nice and you say congratulations, and um, yeah, yeah. It's just weird how I met these people. I think. <laughs> it's now you're using an online platform. <laughs> it's not like you met them like. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like you met them at the laundromat and you accidentally were taking their clothes out of the washer. Like, this isn't weird at all. You're using an online platform. That, that would have been people. more normal, I think. Yeah, that would have been like an episode of Seinfeld right there. <laughs> I don't want my life to be an episode of Seinfeld. That's a terrible show. No, it's okay. Yeah, that's because that's you would be George Costanza. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> Hey, some of us are Jerry's and some of us are George's. You're Kramer. Oh, you're Elaine. <laughs> oh, better. That's still better. <laughs> so you're the worst be, character on Cyphos George? <laughs> I'd, I'd rather be Julia Lewis Dreyfus or however you say her name than be George. Than Jason Alexander? He's a, <laughs> he's a fine human being. I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to say. That's true. I'm sure he's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope I hope he doesn't hear this. Oh, I'm sure he's not going to. <laughs> I'm sure no one has. <laughs> okay, what would be what would be funnier uh, if if Jason Alexander like listened to this and actually sent us a message? <laughs> Oh man, who would be the other? Who would just be a way? All right, way George, if you're listening field. to us, 
tweet at us and we'll invite you on the show. You can come on the show and say anything you like. You can be our second guest. <laughs> yes. Alexa and George, you can, have a, you can have a conversation with my Alexa. It'll be great. Yeah, it's either that. It's either that or it's like, what if the, uh, what if uh, like the lead Google Pixel engineer called us and was like, you need, this is the top 10 reasons why you should get a Google Pixel. I'm on his side. I would, I would <laughs> say get a Pixel. <laughs> well, they're listening in on us, so they might, they're actually listening in on us because that's what they do. Yes, please send me checks. <laughs> I mean, I'm using the Chrome with the with the DuckDuckGo extension. I mean, there's probably limits to that, so they're probably listening in anyway. Using Chrome? Why don't, don't Why don't you use Firefox? Yeah, I gotta switch. The, I was gonna switch to Opera, but yeah, maybe Opera. that one. No, use Firefox. Firefox is great. All right, I'll give it a go. We'll give updates on that next week. Big move. <laughs> Big move. This. This podcast is now moving to Firefox, so big changes coming up. <laughs> These are the big changes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, um, all right. What else? What's next? What's next? Well, I can either, we can either talk about our topics. Uh, we could talk about our picks of the weeks, or I can go over my week. All right. Go over your week really quick, and then we'll do picks. Make it uh, quick. Yes, sir. Yeah, make sir. it interesting too. Oh yeah, because you really <laughs> jazzed it up. The seasoning you put on the ribs were That's real true. good. Nothing happened to me this week. I had nothing to add. So you're okay. Anything will be better than my week. Go go for it. Uh, so we obviously talked about how I broke my phone, um, but mm-hmm. another thing that I did was I went to a gym. Like I went to an actual gym, and I have a membership at an actual gym. And, you know, regularly attending, you know, workouts. So indoors, um, it's a, it's an MMA gym uh, because that's just what I enjoy doing. And then the, usually the classes are around four to six people, including the instructor. Do you actually hit people? No, it depends on, it depends. Well, I guess what, well, I Sometimes you do a, a beginner class. You do a beginner class, and you're just hitting a punching bag. Uh-huh. And then sometimes you do well if you if you are good enough, you do an advanced class, and that's where you act to actually practice sparring. And mm-hmm. sparring is when you are doing a controlled simulation of like a fight. You're not okay. going like all out, but you are practicing with each other. Right. But are, is there actual contact? I mean, what's the social distancing thing and the mask thing for that? Oh, so that um, we we each have like probably around six to ten feet, you know, just depending on where you are around the bag because you're <clears throat> you're basically circling around the uh, around something. So you usually for those, and then the advanced class, you're usually I mean, you are with one partner. So then, you know, you're, there's not much social distance because the point of it is to try and fight each other. So you're about as close as one would think a fight would be. Hmm. I don't feel safe in that. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I, there are inherent risks between it, but 
I kind Are you wearing of, a mask? Not when you're working out, no. Hmm. Yeah. So I yeah, think in a confined space like that. Nah, this, this is why I don't go to a gym. Yeah, this is the only reason why I don't go to a gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oh my god. Please don't get me started. You had way more excuses before the pandemic of why you aren't going to a gym. Well, now this is the only one because I was going to do. I was going to change all of that, but now that I hear that there's no masks and no social distancing, I'm I'm good. I'm out. Your your predictability of going to a gym is the same predictability of me getting a Google Pixel Four. Take that, Google! Wow, wow, coming that's in very, hot. This that's is, right, George Costanza of you. This is, this is episode ten on ten ten. We got to bring the heat, man. <laughs> this is as hot as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling pretty steamy. All right. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, so, did you did you feel feel safe at the gym? Would you go back? Yeah, I've been going back. I work out every other day. Hmm. And then, so that's the that's kind of the, I guess what's called the stand up. You know, like kickboxing and striking and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then I also do the grappling classes, which is more grappling. of like the jujitsu based and wrestling. What's grappling? And Grappling is basically where through you don't punch each other, but but through grappling you try and submit each other. Does that make sense? Like you hold them up with a gun? <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah, everyone brings their own guns class. <laughs> <laughs> well, guns have yeah, it's, grappling. Wednesday at eight p.m. It's the uh, gun class, so just make sure. Don't grappling. Any, has a name don't be on. the guy that don't be the guy that brings a knife to a gunfight. Come on, you know. <laughs> so um, no, but it, it, say if you were grappling against a person, you are basically is it uh, trying to slam them down the ground? That thing, but it it goes further than that. It's like you are trying to submit them. They have to. You're trying to get them to tap to your. Okay. So it's like full contact. Yes, because there's contact. no gun involved, so it has to be full contact. Gun, yeah, there are no there are no weapons at all at this gym. I have to put that disclaimer so no one, no lawyers. Thank involved. you, thank you, thanks for the clarification. Because I was I was concerned there for a moment, but now I am at ease. <laughs> and and so uh, yeah, I just do that and work out, and it's been really nice. Um, cause basically my workouts are either going to the gym or swimming out in the lake. And yes. I, I think sorry. this month, this, this month I am getting in a lot better shape. Like I can tell that I'm actually in shape now. Hmm. Well, the weather was cooler this week. So I actually went for a walk at the Huntington library. Like I have been doing before it got hot. So I started that up. Do you, do you walk? This is, this is an ultimate all right. If we had a production, this would be where like the graphic would show up or uh-huh. the noises or something. But this is the ultimate old Asian man test. Are you ready oh. for it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, it's one question. Uh huh. I, I, yes, yes, it is. It's true. Do you yes. walk with your hands behind your back? Oh, no, no. Uh, sometimes yes. 
<laughs> oh my god. You're transitioning. <laughs> Depends if I'm walking with, with intent or I'm strolling. A strolling, I would walk my hands behind my back. But uh, uh, if I was walking with intent, they're in that power walk pose, you know? Charles, it, it doesn't. It depends on your age. It's it's like it running. Does not depend on your intent. It's not as young fast as a running with walk, the hands in the shape of a blade. Young people don't walk with their hands behind their back. Old people do walk with their hands behind their back. So it's more of a stroll, though. No, but <laughs> but if you if you just see me out there, which I hope you don't, because I I I I am like the old person because I I. Uh, I have my AirPods in. I'm listening to a podcast. I have my sunglasses on that I only wear when I'm driving because uh, I'm actually outdoors. I wear them. And then I wear a hat, a big floppy hat (laughs) with a wide brim, you know? And so I I, I look like every other person out there walking. Although they they wear the long sleeves sometimes. And I don't wear the Mm -hmm. long sleeves. So, you know, I gain a little bit of sun. But uh, a little bit, I mean, it's not much sun, but it's still a little bit more than other people are. But yeah, yeah, I look like t- totally one one of those old people that. Uh, but I don't do the hands. I only do the hands sometimes when I'm strolling, not when I'm not when I'm walking with intent. <laughs> not when I'm walking with intent. What what is your intent when you're walking with intent? I I have somewhere to go. I I have places to go. People to see things to do. There's a, there's a there's a there's a McDonald's with chicken McNuggets with my name on it, and then I'm I'm heading there. Getting my <laughs> Baja Blast at Taco Bell. Please, somebody sponsor us. I, who no, else no. You're, young people drink Baja Blast. Don't kid yourself. You're not drinking Baja Blast. No, okay? I'm not. The, okay, so the reason I'm getting the Baja Blast right now, to be honest, is uh, Taco Bell has partnered with Microsoft to give away an Xbox every 15 minutes. And it's it's not really every 15 minutes. It's, it's, they're, giving away a, a, a way, they're giving away a lot of Xboxes. And so um, you have to buy a drink, and the code is on the bottom of the drink. And you just type it in the computer see if you want or not. And that's why I get a lot less. How much in sodas have you spent doing this? It seems no. like the lottery sort of thing. Not not much. Only when I pass by Taco Bell. Hmm. So <laughs> okay. three times a day. Your, no, are, your addictions are at bay right yeah. now. I'm not addicted to soda. But you know, that was the uh that was the ultimate old man Asian test right there. So wow. your results are transitioning. You're not young, you're not old, but you're you're in the transition. I was born old. Oh, I'm just getting older that now. Be, that would be disappointing. You have a kid, you look at it and it's old, and you're like, what the hell? I oh, yeah, that's just told like me I was movie. born 60. <laughs> and everything <laughs> about me is just old. Just, yeah. You're close. What? Nothing. Um, but yeah, went to the gym, working out. It's uh, feels salmon good. Lake. I never swam in yeah. a lake before. It's fun. I never. Mm-hmm. Well, not if you don't know how to swim. No There's um, very little waves, so you don't have to worry about that as much like you do in the ocean. Oh, I, I just worry about the drowning part. Not a strong swimmer. <laughs> but I've also, um, I didn't grow up around lakes. lakes. We grew around yeah, uh, around um, um, uh, the ocean, so. Most times, unless you're like a college kid and you're drinking, which is ironically the time that you should be wearing a life vest, most people just wear life vests when they're out on the lake. It's just like oh. a smart thing to do. 
that's smart. I never thought about that. You know what I did want to get one time? Um, I was watching Boarding some TikTok two. video, and um, I almost bought a life vest, uh, the ones that you get on the airplanes that you pull the cord, because I really want to try and pull the cord. Okay. Just to practice or just to see what it's like? Just to see what it's like. Yeah, Seems like fun. True. I want to see yeah, something inflate immediately from me pulling a cord. I always wish I could open the door to the airplane. Not like when we're in flight, but just at some point. So and that then way the slide? Like, oh, this, this is what it's like. Cool. Did it. Mark it off the list. Ride the slide down? Slide down the slide? That would be fun. Yeah, I wish one of these days they would just say like, hey, you know, we're going to change it up a bit. We're going down the slide today. They should totally do this for COVID. Do a little charge. Charge people and say you get to pull on the life jacket because – that, those last jackets don't like, last forever, so you'd have to replace them. And so just get, uh-huh. so use the old ones. They, you can go and pull in the life jacket, and you can ride the slide down. That would be awesome. I would do that. I mean, because tons of planes yeah. are grounded right now because the not you know, there's a whole lot less flights. But and so there's plenty of planes around. I'm just, they should they should do that. Somebody sponsor us. I'm giving out great ideas today. This is you know, say so this chicken McNuggets or something. This is worth something. I don't know. This is great. How much would you? How much would you record this? If they were like, "Hey, thirty dollars, life jacket and slide combo add-on to your ticket," are you taking it? Thirty dollars is a great deal because I looked into the price of these life jackets, and they're about thirty-five dollars a piece. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good deal. I mean, I pay pay like the I pay the ten, the twenty or twenty-five dollars, so I can just have early check-in. I mean. Do you really? Wow, you're snobby. If I'm I'm, well, if I do, if I book with Delta, which I normally always do, then it just comes free because I have a Delta card. But Mm -hmm. yeah, if I do it with another airline, yeah, I want to. I I hate when you run into um, not being able to put your overhead compartment luggage, like you don't have the space. Right. Or you don't get to choose your seat. Like, I want to choose my seat and I want to get there early. Like, yeah, with Southwest, usually I'm pretty good at getting my seat early. And then, like, last year or two years ago, I, 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 I flew enough to get on A-list, so I always boarded a little earlier. But Yeah, exactly. It's nice, I but I wouldn't pay the extra $15 for it. No. I think when we, when we you know come back... how many chicken nuggets you can get with that $15? It's a lot. $15? Anyway, $15? No, not fifteen. Wait more. Than oh 15. no, no, no! You can get fifteen dollars. That's I'm not important. We're moving on from this chicken and nugget talk. No, you asked me a riddle. I need to answer this. You know, <laughs> you, if, if, the, if the train leaves the station from Denver at seven thirty a.m., you know, I'm gonna let you know when it's in Utah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's, I think uh, I don't even know what we're talking about. We're talking I don't know about, either. Yeah, the flight. No, I was going to say, when we come back and things are kind of more normal, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, every single time, fly business. Not first class, but fly business at least. For Especially domestic Because for Delta, what they have is like first class, and then they have Delta Comfort, and then they have Delta Plus, and then they have just regular coach. So I'm going to go like one step below first class and just be like, every flight is going to be like this. And I'm going to see, you know, what the difference is. And For domestic flights? Unified business? 
For, yeah, for, for all the flights. I don't fly that much. I fly like, I fly like five to six times a year. I don't know if that's a lot. Maybe I sound snobby saying that. Yeah, but, that is a lot. Oh. Compared to most well, people. yeah, I fly around, I usually fly around five to six times a year. And I mean, like three of them are back home to Kansas. So, you know, it is what it is. It's not even a real uh, thing. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, they basically just put us in the mail and then like we go with that plane like yeah. that's what we, the, we get you have to carry the cart of chickens on your lap people, people always think that we like click our heels and then the, we get back to kansas like that's not how it works people that's just silly we're on the fedex plane so i fit and, i flown business internationally and that's worth it especially if you fly an asian airline because they treat you well and you get really great stuff i flown uh no, I was it was not business. I flew to Canada on Air Canada, and that was not great. I, I flew internationally on Air Canada it was not great. Um, I want to take the Qatar Airways plane. Qatar, and then get and into, it into, so cool and nice, and get the uh, get one of those suites. Yeah, get like a little pod, and then yeah, get some food. No, and not even the pod. There's like even there's even higher class than pods. You get the suites. No, I know. It's not like the JetBlue suite. It's like a full thing. Right. You get like a little room and everything. I watch a lot of the, these things on YouTube. That, like people who fly and they just show around the first class cabin and what you get for first class and stuff. That's the one thing. Like, uh, like I really don't like traveling that much. But one thing I do like is flying first class. And the thing I like most about flying first class is eating the meal the meals on the plane because especially when you fly the Asian ones, like like a a Japanese airline, they give you a tray of food and it's all like little tiny bites of everything. And then the little tiny bites of everything are just crazy combinations. Like this is a grilled fish with apricot jam or some kind of weird combination of things. And this is always like, huh, what am I eating? What is this? And I, I just love that experience. I, I love eating that. Don't know what I'm eating and food that you can only find an airplane basically. Cause I, they won't even serve this on a fancy restaurant because it's just weird. It's a weird combination of things. Do you, do you like, um, what are those type of Asian restaurants where they just serve you like one thing at a time and it's like a 10 course meal? An Asian restaurant does that? Yeah. It's like a sushi bar, but it's 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 where the, the the person just makes the food in front of you and then gives you like one to two bites and oh, does like like a tasting dishes. menu, I guess. Yeah. Is it called sashimi? I don't think it's called that. No, sashimi is just raw fish. It's like sushi without uh, the rice. But uh, what is it called? I don't it's not exclusively Asian though. I I've, I've been to tasting menus. There's a La Cordon well, Bleu. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not exclusively Asian, but I mean, like, right, right. Oh, the, I, that's I, I love going to those places. Like, I went to one in, in Vegas that was so good. And it was relatively, like, low-key and it was very, like, private and and yeah. centered around you. I, I love those places. Of course you do. That's I mean, how snotty can you get? <laughs> oh, my God. This is the episode where I sound snobby. Yeah, you are snobby. Don't deny it. I was on a lake house talking about which <laughs> which class on flights I want to take. And then going to tasting menus. Yeah. 
We should uh, do that when you're back here, or if you're ever back here. There, there's, there used to be a Le Cordon Bleu, that the cooking school near near where I live, and they did a 10-course uh, tasting menu. And it was relatively cheap because it was, uh, it's, a, it's a class, basically, for students to test it out. So the meal will take a little longer than it usually takes if you're doing it, going to a real restaurant. But the food yeah, was still really, really good. Huh? But I love I. This is maybe maybe I should switch up my pick of the week. I love cooking classes because I I always go to Sir Le Tab mm-hmm. and I do their cooking classes that they do. Are those Saturday free? Restaurant. No, no, they're they're expensive. Um, oh really? Okay. It's so much fun. Well, it's usually around fifty-five to eighty dollars to do it. Oh jeez. Which is like way more expensive than a di- than if you were to actually buy the dinner, it would be right. more expensive. So you're paying more food to do the work. It, it is good food. Like you will have, and one of the last one I went to, it was uh, you made flan, you made steak, and then you made like this uh, sort of side dish and then a salad. So you made four things. And but it's it's good food, and they're they do a good job of even if you have no idea what you're doing, they will come and save you, and your food will taste good mm. every single time. Well, I know so what I'm doing. Of, I'm fine. I don't need cooking class. <laughs> but I I love you. You reminded me of uh, cooking classes, and it's another thing I miss. Another experience. You go to Sir Sir La Table, That that means you are snooty. <laughs> <laughs> I go for the cooking classes because it's always funny because they always tell you like, well, if you book another class, it'll be like $10 off. And you're like, motherfucker, these classes are like 80 bucks. Like, it's not a great deal you're giving me. Or they'll they'll say, oh, you'll get 10% off at something in the store. And like everything here costs $200. Like, you're not helping us a lot. Did they go out of business because of COVID? I thought I heard. I don't know. I don't know if Silvertop is like a franchise thing. So then, technically, it would be easy for the company to stay afloat, even though individual stores might close down. I don't know how it works. So, Hmm. but I think the one, the one where I went to do the classes, that one is closed. So there are some of them that are closing down. Yeah, I think the one in our, in my town, is closed too, or closing. I don't know. Fire sale. Go get your KitchenAid mixers. Yeah. Good, good job. Um, Still expensive. Okay, do you want to talk about any of the any news this week? No, but I do want to hear about your Seattle clam chowder. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's... This is on the list of things we're supposed to talk about today. And I'm really curious about the Seattle clam chowder. Well, I am very proud as as the main producer of this show. I am very <laughs> proud that we are going through the list. We actually got through the whole catch up. Well, well, well just, if you put interesting stuff on the list, then I do want to hear about it. <laughs> and I, what, interesting stuff, I see clam chowder. Hurry up, let's get to the clam chowder part. I want to know about the clam chowder. What is that? I am the only one that contributes to the actual list. <laughs> so I had all I, week. I didn't have anything to add to the list. 
<laughs> I do all of the work and get all of the criticism as well. Okay. Um, okay, crab chowder. Um, yeah, we went to uh, the Pike Market and we went to the Alley Restaurant. And I can't remember what it's called, but it's the one that, that's most famous and that's been on all the TV shows and stuff like that. Ivers? And I don't know. I, I really don't remember the name. Um, it's the world's best clam chowder. You don't remember the name. I remember the clam chowder. I didn't show um, much interest we, in this whole show until now that we talked about clam chowder. We had we – had, uh, we did a tasting, so we got each of the ones that they were only offering four at the time that we went. Wait, so four we different types the, of clam chowder? Yeah. Oh. And, and so we, we got the tasting menu. They usually have more. Like when we went there, um, I think a year ago, we we had, there was probably like seven or eight on the menu. And so... Can't be all good. We had four. Let's see if I can name these. We had a potato, a tomato bisque. Ugh, that's not clam we chowder. Had, we had a regular, classic clam chowder. Um, we had a an onion-based chowder with chorizo, and we had a a salmon seafood uh, style clam chowder. So we had those four, and they were oh man, they we only got like five ounces each of each one of them, but they were so good, like oh my god, like every spoonful. And I, I have to preface this with, I do not like soup. I'm not a soup person. I like some soup, like I like uh, mushroom soup. I like a good chicken noodle soup, but I do not like soup for the most part. But this soup and this chowder is so good. Like every single time, it's so good. Mm. I like soup. That's all. That's all I had to say. I like soup. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Come on, everyone. Leave a tip in the tip jar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, is that really all you got? Oh, yeah. And I want to try this, but I'm nowhere near Seattle. I'm not going back to Seattle. You never, you never had it. I don't know if you've ever been to Seattle. Have you been to Seattle? I've been to Seattle way too many times. I don't want to go to Seattle. Seattle's boring. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, <Well>. Seattle. <laughs> Sorry, all <laughs> you listener in Seattle. Well, yeah. How do you think all the big execs in these tech towns you know about us? The clam chowder. Um, the clam chowder is it was it was yeah it was just so good and i think i'm gonna try and go there again for sure before we leave but um it's just one of those things where you go there there are foods that are synonymous to the area you know around here the seafood the the freshness of the of the of the salmon and just anything in general you know whether you want to talk about scallops or stuff like that and then there's other places like in in the Midwest, in the South, like you have that big barbecue presence. Mm. Um, and then on the on the coast, I think that well, it depends on the the culture and the people around. But you can get like really good Mexican food in LA, mm. um, in 
San Diego, like the seafood is really good and, you know, so on and so forth. But the clam chowder is just like, I've never had clam chowder like this in my life in any of the places that I've gone to. Hmm. And it's just, it's just something that is kind of surprising that it's so distinctly good around here. I don't know if it's maybe like the Idaho potato sort of thing combined with the freshness of seafood in in washington that makes for that good combo but it's it's just so good here i can't stop talking about it i i feel hesitant about trying this because um i do want to try it because i want to have a really good clam chowder but i feel like this might be a elf moment where you're in the movie where he goes to get the world's best cup of coffee <laughs> because it had the neon sign in front that said world's best cup of coffee and he gets it and he's like ah, no this is not good this is not the best cup, cup of coffee at all so i'm a little hesitant to try it but i really do want to try a, a really good clam chowder usually i get the progresso in a can like i've had and i've i've had soup and clam chowder in other places it just doesn't it's not no one near the level of what you're having out here like it's sure just like barbecue. When we're in when we're in LA, like I found one place. Shout out to Max City Barbecue. One place that is good, but Wait. it is still not in the ballpark of like Texas all, barbecue. You no like way. Max? You like Max City Barbecue? And second of all, for clam chowder. What do you mean for clam chowder? Yeah, I've had clam chowder in other places, and no, Max City Barbecue really is good clam chowder. No, no. Max City Barbecue has good barbecue, but it does not compare to Whoa. the barbecue. Max City Barbecue um, is not good barbecue. Yes, it is. It oh, is my not. God. This it guy is. over here. No. What is good barbecue? Give me a spot. Oh, there's, well, there's, a, plus, uh, there's a place I forgot the name. I think it's in South Central, though. Uh, or Compton. That was really good. I uh, forget the name. Well, no shout out to them. Cause we no, don't know sorry. Them. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll try to find it. It's in Compton. It has, it has like Mama something in the name. I don't remember. Well, Max, sorry. Max City is good. The ribs they have at Max City are good ribs. All right. Maybe I'll give it a shot. I went to Max City once because I was driving home one day from work. And um, this is not when we worked together. We, it was before that. And uh, there was an, I think... It was a One Direction concert at the Rose Bowl. And when that happens, it clogs up the freeway. So I figured, <laughs> oh, I'll get stuck in traffic anyway. So I'll just pull over and get some food. And I went to Max City Barbecue. And I was not that impressed. Maybe I didn't try well, the ribs. That's how you can tell that the level is just different. Because I've, I have gone to Max City Barbecue and was displeased with what I got. You will definitely, but that's the, that is different because. When I go out to Texas, whenever I've been out to Houston and whenever I've been out to Austin, like when you get barbecue there, unless you go at a weird time, where if you go like at 3.30 p.m. where, you know, it's not fresh and stuff, then you might get a dud. But every single time you have barbecue at Texas in good places, well-known places, it's always good every single time. Mm. And you have that in other places in Kansas, in Carolina. It's just that's just how it so you can tell there's a difference between what they're doing here or what they're doing there and what they're doing in, in southern LA. Well, I like or, the McRib. They're discontinued. are they 
permanently discontinuing that? No, no, no. It comes back every December. But I heard that they were discontinuing it. Like, discontinuing. They're, they're wow. done, though. I never heard of that. I haven't heard of that. I look forward to it every December. December for McRib season and in January for Girl Scout cookie season. Did you did you see that Taco Bell discontinued a lot of its items? Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if you're a Taco Bell person. Of course I am. Baja, Baja Fresh. No, not Baja Fresh. Baja Blast. I think if I had to come up with one addiction that I had, fast food would be one of them. I love fast food. That's a terrible addiction. I mean, it's really unhealthy. Really, really but it's unhealthy. so. Oh, I love the grubbiness of and the primitiveness of fast food. You it's know, so good. I never order the classy items at fast food too. I only order the dollar menu stuff. Maybe that's my problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I, who was that new burger? The Trevor Trevor Scott, Trevor Noah. Well, it's not, it's not a new burger. It's just a new combo. Um, it's new the Travis Scott. Travis Scott. No, it's not. It's, it's a quarter pounder. It's a quarter pounder with the added bacon and lettuce or something like that. That makes it new. No, there's no bacon on it. Yes, there is. There's I bacon don't think so. Yes, I, thought, I thought it was just three items that are on their menu. No. And now you can just order them together it's a doctored in one up, It's a doctored up quarter pounder. And I didn't try it because it was too classy. <laughs> so I stuck to my spicy chicken McNuggets that you can buy one and get one free from the app. Let me tell you, the spicy what? chicken nuggets are not good. They, they're just I think, really warm, warmer. Like They're not even that spicy, just warmer. Um, you know, it gives that warm feeling because spice, but it's not tasty. It's just ugh. well then okay so then take me through your order when you go to McDonald's. What is the the Charles Wang? Usually I get the uh uh but it's all dollar menu stuff basically. I don't go to McDonald's very often, but usually it's just dollar menu stuff. So I get the McDouble and then McChicken. That's it. <laughs> Unless I'm there for breakfast. Breakfast is totally different. I thought you were just going to keep going. No, that's it. No, that yeah, that was it. <laughs> I don't, I don't I, my order is not that complicated. I order for dollar. Oh, I, thought you were, I thought you were going to say your breakfast and you said, unless it's breakfast. Oh, breakfast is two sausage egg McMuffins. Whatever that's on sale. Really? You're not a McGriddle kind of person? No, I never had McGriddle. McGriddle is fancy. That costs extra. I know. No, they, they have a sausage McGriddle. It's also on the value menu. Trust no, me, it's not. I oh. am the value menu person. Okay, We've been the, over this. The like, sausage I only order that. The sausage, yes, but that's just one sausage patty. Where's the cheese? Where's the egg? It's not there, so I don't order it. Too plain. It's so good. I love a good McGriddle. It's so sweet. Oh, how are you not? How do you have all your teeth? <laughs> I don't have, I don't even have cavities. How? I've never had a single cavity in my life. Just because you don't go to the dentist. It's like we'll have less COVID <laughs> yeah. cases if we just stop testing people. Well, yeah, that's a great idea. No, my mom took me to get my teeth cleaned every year. I don't I don't have any cavities. I didn't I don't eat candy. Oh, so I just mean the only 
You get the only yeah the sugar only intake from McGriddles. <laughs> yeah, my I, that'd be so funny. It's like if you had a cavity and it was like, yep, this kid's eating too many McGriddles, just won't stop with the McGriddles. Well, you know, back in college, my first year of college, my um, because we all lived on a dorm, so we had the dining plan. Uh, my friend discovered uh raspberry iced tea, that nest tea raspberry iced tea and he drank so much of it he got like five cavities that first year of, oh of college That's so bad. dude those I that i those the college meal plans is one of the best experiences of life because you get so many varieties of food and limited amounts of food every single day like there, oh there, there's a theory, like I think it was a Matt, Malcolm Gladwell podcast about it. The quality of food you get in college campuses is directly correlated with the quality of education you can get. If your school is spending more money on food, then your education is probably not as good because it focuses on the wrong thing. It's, mm-hmm. It makes sense. But our college food was never that good. <laughs> It's not good enough to say it's the best thing ever. I remember seafood platter night, which was, uh, you know, fried seafood. And they give you calamari rings that definitely was not calamari because they were perfectly round and perfectly the same exact size on every single one of them. And the texture was wrong. The taste was wrong. Everything was wrong about this ring. We clearly went to different (laughs) schools. Well, that's what's funny. I thought you were going to say that if your food served good food, then you were getting a good education. If you're ser- but you're saying if they serve good food, they have a bad education. Yes, it's the opposite because oh. they're focusing on the like wrong the, thing. They're, they're trying I have to like the medium. Hmm? I had like a medium. It wasn't like too great. It also wasn't terrible. Like I, I enjoyed eating there every day. UCLA, so you can get sushi. Ooh, that's yeah. fancy. Oh, yeah. I just imagine nowadays it's fancier, yeah. especially the school I went to because after the school was doing like the, the 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 probably like the few years before I was there and then during the time I was there and then a few year, few more years, like the school got way richer and got way more money. That's because they and, charge you more. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not stupid. I I realized that my education actually wasn't worth like fifteen thousand a year to, Holy to do crap, all this. Expensive. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I definitely understand all of that. Um, but now, since they have so much money, like way more money than uh, back then, I imagine that everything is nicer. I mean, all of the buildings are way nicer than mm. than the that I went to. Yeah, my like tuition when I first started going to school, a quarter just for tuition, I think was like eight hundred dollars, something like that. Oh my gosh. Which compared to previous years already jumped up a lot. But by the time I graduated, they hiked up tuition a lot. It was over a thousand by the time I graduated. Oh, that breaks my heart. That breaks just, my heart, like, honestly, because that's right. how education is. It is so... That, that's just tuition. That doesn't, that doesn't room and board and all that stuff, but still, it's it, 
was a lot cheaper. It was it's also Cal State school, not UC school, and UCs are m- way more expensive. But yeah, yeah, I have to. I guess I'm not quoting, but I'm I'm summarizing something that I read that really hit home uh, when I when I read Rich Dad Poor Dad is one thing that was said is that uh, economies and countries that crash one distinct thing is that the gap between the have and the have not is widening ever so much more with each passing year. And when I read that, it just reminded me of America where it's like the inequality is getting so much bigger that it seems like something that would happen. Way to end it on a high note there, Juan. I mean, you know, you... (laughs) You reminded me of it. It's your fault. Wow. Wow. Way to shift the blame there. It's not like yeah. I caused the economy to do that. But no. Yeah, we're right, well, going down. It's only when, no matter when. I, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Um, I want to get to the uh, so picks then, of the week because I'm really excited about my pick of the week. So do you want me to go first then? Uh, yeah, sure. You can go first. All right, so my pick of the week is the Calm app. It is basically a a meditation app, kind of like Headspace. It just is content with a bunch of different topics and stuff like that. Um, I'm always a a pro meditation person. I kind of was wondering during the week, like, am I kind of a hippie person right now? Because I, I love candles. I love the smell of candles. <laughs> I don't like using light, not because of energy perspective. I just like the feel when you have like candles on and they're around your house or your apartment or whatever. I, I meditation is something like I find spiritual. So I meditate like every other day at least. And I try, I, I feel like it's a practice. I, I do journaling. So like I do an every, every other day at the, at the same rate, like I either do a gratitude journal or just like a general, like, this is how my day went. This is what I did, stuff like that. So I also journal and kind of encompassing all of these things since these play like such a regular whole regular uh sort of appointments in my life i was wondering like am i now a hippie person have i have i transformed into that now i always thought of you as a druggy kind of person like a stoner yeah hmm. where do you have the time yeah. to do this like i tried journaling before and i got it wasn't this year, but years ago, I, I got through like up to April and it took me so long to write down my thoughts and stuff or what happened. I mean, just what happened the day before that I don't have time for this. I don't have time to journal. Where do you find mm. the time to do this? I mean, I think all in all, between the things that I said, I think those things take me like half an hour at the most. Oh, so these are really short entries then. Because it looked literally like almost took me an hour to write down everything I did the day before or my thoughts of what happened and stuff like that. Because my I, grandpa was a journaler. Yeah. He he did a book a year, you know, a journal a year. He just filled it up 
a year. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing because he did it. He started like when he graduated high school and he did it all the way till he died. And so they're like volumes and volumes and stuff. And like we still have some of his older volumes, like the most recent ones before he died. But like he threw away all the old, old ones. So that it kind of, you know, it's, oh, oh, well, we don't have those anymore. But like he was really good at that and consistent with it. But I don't know how you find the time to do that. Yeah, I just I, I think it's it's not too difficult because I'm on the same thing as your grandpa. You know, I do this and it doesn't seem like a sort of burden or it doesn't even seem like a task. It's something that I I genuinely enjoy doing. I do think like that, end of the day or in first thing in the morning. No, I do it in the morning. I do it in the morning. So I'll wake up, I will um, use the app, meditate and journal and then I usually just also kind of just sit there and enjoy the, especially since we're on the lake, enjoy the view yeah, and enjoy the nature and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, they usually, depending on how long I stay out there, it's usually like half an hour, not very long. And I think one thing that really helps is, is then you're just able to, you can go back, you can go back. And I think we forget a lot of the, a lot of the times that we spend and a lot of the ways that we feel and you can go back and just read something of yours. I, I do it often. And I then just see, you know, how I, how I felt or how, or something that happened or, um, yeah, it, it just, again, it, it does sound like a hippie sort of spiritual thing, but it's, I think it's very rewarding. Like yeah, I always wanted nice. to get into journaling and because like my grandpa did it was one reason. The other reason was um, David Sedaris, the author. I don't know if you know him or not, but uh, he's my yeah. favorite author and he journals every day. And his books are based on his journals. Like he he, te- he, he writes these uh, little memoirs kind of stories about his real life. And um, but he spends hours journaling every day. I mean, he spends hours because he's a writer and that's all he does. Uh, that's his job basically and so that's why uh he spends so much time on it but he's also a really good writer so even he, he so he published a book of half his journals and he's going to publish the second half later um even even his journal entries are like really well written <laughs> little entries because he's just a really good writer and it, it just uh I, I wish i had the discipline to do that but no, I yeah, I, well, I, I mean, it's something you it's something you can learn, like journaling wasn't something that I, I've done. And it hasn't even been something I think I've only been doing it for a, uh, about a year and a half now. And so but it is something where before that, you know, I would have I have, I would have like seven or eight journals with maybe a couple things written in, in a few of them. But I, I just never stuck with it. And why do you have seven and, now, and not just one because put I, everything in? I always wanted to, like, just in the same way that you want to oh, journal. Like, I would seven or eight of them. Yeah, I would want to, and I would do it by getting a journal and writing in it, but then it ended up fizzling out. And now it's, uh, it just isn't that way. So now it's I'm on the other side where I don't, I don't think of it as, as a thing. Like, it's not even something that I think to do. Like, I just do it just like, some people wake up and make themselves a cup of coffee. Like they, that's just what they do. And um, yeah, it's funny that you, you tell me that because I, I'm actually using a journal and for the first time I'm going to 
fill up every single page of it with stuff that I wrote down. And uh, it's, it's, I, I, I guess, and it's not even, I guess it's coming off of the pick of the week. Cause I say like, everyone should meditate just to try and gain some like mental calmness and, and uh, self evaluation or self reflection, you know, I think then also my pick of week is journaling, just writing. It could be, sometimes it's short. Sometimes I just say, I'm grateful for three things. Sometimes I write, I'm grateful for three things and describe them and go into detail about them. Sometimes I just say, this is what I did. So you don't need to have expectations for yourself um, about what you write or, or even how, I mean, trust me, when you said that you, your favorite, one of your favorite authors, he, when you read his entries, they're very exquisite. They're well-written. I mean, trust me, I do dabble in the THC. And then I also write sometimes when I'm uh, under the influence. Oh man. And sometimes I read it back and it does not make sense at all. There are, <laughs> there are definitely, do you want me to read you one? I don't know. I don't know. I, if you want so to, I will read, I will read you this. There's some of it's, uh, Okay, this is uh, this is a sort of like a rap. It's not a poem, and it's not like a rap, <laughs> but it's somewhere in the middle. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, go for it. Okay, doesn't it feel like every day is the same, as if you were on your own, as if you are your own slave in your own domain? But what if today you decided to make a claim? and you turn a signal on so you can change your lane. Don't you get an itch? Don't you get a notion to just rock the boat to stir up some commotion? Get your hands dirty, take lead and jump in. It's an easy click to say you're gonna start living. But I don't want to act like I'm so perfect. And then I can't read, I don't know what word is here because I tore the page. <laughs> Everything I'm doing is simply working because I've been in the trap that is complacency. And instead of talking, I just wait to receive. But every day I wake up, I need to tell myself that it's not a game where you look at what you're being dealt and instead put in the work to create your own path because it is then that life becomes fueled with laughs. At start, it seems like a mountain to climb, but just take it one day at a time. After consistently being on your own grind, you will simply be better. And that's it. Okay, let's break that down a little bit. First of all, that's very good. Uh, I mean, it's very interesting thoughts you put down. I like the rhyming scheme in the beginning that sort of lost steam a little bit, but you brought it back near the end and then uh, didn't quite land it at the very, very end. Do you but... like my rhyme? Did my rhyme? <laughs> do was, I like... it, was I reaching on the rhymes? Do, do I like your rhymes? No, no. I, 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 but, you know, I, rhyming like that is not easy, and I appreciate the effort. Come on, and... I hit you with same domain. 
claim and lane. I know. Oh, yeah. I, it was I got a quadruple hard. rhyme. It was I, I I noticed that that was very good, uh, but uh, um, uh, uh, but uh, yeah. I, so I. <laughs> It was but good. yeah, I mean, it was nice. I haven't, read, I haven't read that one in a while, but uh, I mean, I wrote that. Like, I'm not trying to say that I'm I'm super proud of it, but you know, you know Shakespeare, it but it's good. Yeah, I, I took time to just do something that I wanted to do and express myself. Because the the other thing is, like, I'm not trying to creatively write as if to do a show like these these are my own thoughts and my own things so this is like something that i'm trying to emphasize in my life and in this case it's it's about you know being motivated and and uh doing things you want to do and living the life you want to live and and so i put it in writing but i just i encourage it because then you then get to do that with whatever it is in your life and the way that you want it and you look back and you read it and you'll get to surprise yourself. You'll get to make yourself laugh. You'll, you'll, re, you'll be able to be in touch with yourself. So that's, that's my, uh, hippie sort of pick of the week. My pick of the week is being a hippie. Like everyone go <laughs> and buy some tie dye shirts and wear headbands. I, I want to get a tie dye shirt. <laughs> that's step number one. first step is buying a tie-dye shirt yeah and and the last step is is journaling every day yeah i love my journaling but i don't have i tried but they never really worked out but the idea is great they always say that you gotta you gotta do something for a month to then for it to then feel natural like after a month of doing i did journal for four months so i did for at least a month and it didn't didn't end up well well then maybe maybe then you just don't want to do it i mean i could do something for a month like i could probably right. learn how to bake and do that but if i don't want to do it then then you sometimes you just got to be honest with yourself that's true because near the end it became more of a chore than something i enjoyed but i always liked the idea of being able to return back to it years later and and try to you know see what i was doing or what i was thinking at the time but Mm -hmm. one time one time i uh i just wrote this is just random it's like one page i used one one whole page to uh to say this one thing and i think i know what what i did but i need to make sure that it's the exact verbiage i wrote um one day I just wrote Dan Henderson is a bitch and I use the entire page for that one sentence. And I still have, I don't write on that page, even though I could probably just use it up. But um, Dan Henderson is a UFC fighter. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, you don't yeah. know why you wrote that? I have no idea why I wrote that. Okay. <laughs> even sometimes you go back and you just, you're like, I wonder what it was. Here's, a, here's another thing. I wrote, uh, brain feels scattered as though I'm not sure what I should do or put effort into. Also, my stomach feels like it's, it's detonating. And that was it. That's the whole thing. That's all I wrote. Yeah, I wish there's more context to it, though. I know. I'm reading that, and I'm like, oh, what man, I wish happening? I had the rest of the story. Yeah. What happened? 
What happens to the brain? What happens to the stomach? <laughs> there's so much. <laughs> and there's even been times where I uh, I wrote. I guess at this point they're short stories, but you know I wrote like thirty to forty pages of like of, of a plot. Like one one thing I wrote was uh, a thirty to forty page short story on um, kind of it was basically just a play on Crazy Rich Asians. Uh-huh. So it's just some sort of com- uh, romantic comedy, and then the other one was fantastic movie. Everyone should go check it out. That is a good movie. So okay, but that that's my uh, pick of the week. Okay, is uh, journaling and, and meditating. What's yours? Mine is not as deep as yours. It's Ted Lasso. Uh, Ted Lasso is a comedy on Apple TV Plus. If you have that streaming service. You get it free if you buy an Apple device within the last year or so. You get a year for free. Or if you don't, I think it's $6 a month or something. But it's a comedy starring Jason Sudeikis. But it is such a... I can't recommend the show enough right now. It's such a feel-good kind of show. And the humor in it isn't stupid humor. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, fun, it's a nicer humor. That's, it's not funny all the time. And it's about a guy, who, Jason Sudeikis, who was a football coach in the U.S. who just won a championship for with, I think it's a small college or something like that. And then he gets uh, a new job in the U.K. Um, coaching a soccer team. And he doesn't know anything about soccer, but that's not the point. The, the point, he's one of these really optimistic people that are just really... Uh, yeah, just really optimistic and really happy and cheery all the time. And um, and he coaches this team, uh, the soccer team. And, and so it's just a, such a good, happy feeling, good feeling kind of show that we need right now because uh, everything's, you know, the whole world's kind of crazy right now. But it's such a good, happy show that uh, I highly, highly recommend the show. I stayed up till, I think, 4, 4 a.m. the other night. I watched one episode and then I watched the rest of the nine episodes all in one night and still till like four in the morning. And I think I may rewatch the series, which I never do with any show other than the West Wing. You know, I watch that one over and over again. And I haven't watched rewatched any other uh, series uh, or movie really. And, but I want to rewatch this show because it's that good. I, I highly, highly recommend it. If you can get yourself some Apple TV Plus. So that's the, that's the show where the American becomes the English football manager yes okay nice yeah i mean that do you have apple tv uh, plus no i do not oh it's six dollars a a month if you want to buy it i don't know if i recommend it because not much on there right now um but is there like a free trial probably i don't know i don't know i I got it for free when i bought my iphone yeah uh, there probably is a free trial, like a week or something, but yeah, because it's it's such a weird time right now, and everything's so negative, and you know the whole COVID thing, and then the, the, the uh, everything's just bad. But that show is so optimistic and, and not in a like a saccharine kind of way, maybe a little bit, but not very much. It just enough to make you feel good, but not bash you over the head and makes you feel sick kind of way. So, okay. Yeah. I don't nice. know if you like Jason Sudeikis, but usually he's like the stupid comedy. Uh, but this yeah. one is actually really good. Well, that's what I wonder is because Jason Sudeikis, 
I guess in the in, at least in the latest movies he's been, probably in the last five years, you know, he's been that kind of like he's not a smooth talker. He's like a little. He's he's more smooth talk. He's like a smooth talking Adam Sandler. I would say huh. that that was a very good pick with the Adam Sandler. But I, that's what I kind of see and hear his movies and and his uh, sort of his style of comedy. So I'm wondering how that plays with, you know, a feel good as the show that you're saying right, right. now. Um, I think he's less of that. I mean, he has, it's, it's well written too. Like there's some really clever little lines that they say and use. And he says those something that kind of humorous, not funny, funny, but he's kind of humorous. So there it's, so I, yeah, I really liked it. I, I don't know. Is it like sitcoms or comedies aren't really my thing. But I really like this show. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into a free trial or something to check it out. Yeah. I learned so much about soccer. No, not really. I don't know. I still don't know anything about soccer. So those are our picks of the week. So for you, Charles, what does your upcoming week look like? I don't know. You always ask me this. I don't think Well, I, I always got to go. You know what? trying to be nice next saturday um i have a thing in the afternoon i i, I joined a facebook group that uh, is going to look through the the propositions uh, the, you know the up, for the coming upcoming election and gonna go through each one and figure out how we should vote for them so that's what i'm looking forward to this week which means we probably oh, can yeah. record in the afternoon because it's like 1 30 to 3 i think is when i have the thing yeah i think we should we should record before that, and then the following week you can tell us how it is. Yeah, um, it, it's very local though. This is only for California propositions, and um, the group I'm joining is a is a very specific group. So it's uh, it's Asians and it's Asian uh, tr- Christians, and so uh, it, it's heavily slanted toward that. Wow. So could I could I ask you, like? So then we get insight on how Asian Christians vote. Um, yeah. Well, ask me next week or something when I think about it more because I th- it's com- it's it's more complicated than just a one quick answer. I I I guess there there's voting all across the board, right? There's there's super liberal people who you know like Bernie, like Andrew Yang. Uh, for example, and then there's people who, who like Trump because they're more of a one one. Uh, what do you call those? Single single issue voters, and mm-hmm. you know, so it it's the whole g- gamut of things. But um, yeah, but, but I'll I'll let you know. I probably won't let you know next week because the meeting's not till after that. But I'll let you know the week after how it turns out. Sounds good. That is the teaser if I've ever heard one. For our election episode. Dun, 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 dun. No, that's not. Ooh, nice. That's copyright, probably. You probably yeah. shouldn't do that. I think it's, uh, yeah, nice. forget that. Anyway, how about you? What you need? All right, the next, next episode, or no, two weeks from now, it's going to be the election episode special. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. I don't feel good about this. You can't even vote. That just means, that just, well, yeah, I mean, that's there's the added twist, man. The, that's what makes us different. 
than all these other talk shows. That's right. We comment on things that we cannot do anything about. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, we'll do that. Um, so besides getting more clam chowder be... this week, what else are your plans? So my plans are I'm going to keep working. I'm going to go to this kind of fancy restaurant in Seattle called The Pink Door. Hmm. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Thursday, I'm going to go golfing. So look forward to that. And then I'm going to keep working out. Who do you um, golf with? And then, right now, I don't golf with anyone because I don't know anyone around here. Just by yourself? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes my girlfriend goes because she's not bad. It's kind of just watching someone hit it, you know, 30 yards and then just kind of keep going. But it's in the air, so at least it's in the air. It's that's, not like I'm just watching someone drag the ball. Some, some um, of my greatest shots are grounders, you know. Sometimes they travel yeah. farther. There you go. So go golfing. Um, and then I'm going to read a book. I'm going to read Normal People. Do you know that? It was on. It was a Hulu show, but it was based on a movie. Or based on, on a where's novel. the show? What'd you say? Where the show? Where, you, where can I find the show? Hulu. I don't have Hulu. So, I'm gonna read the book this week, and then, uh, yeah. So that's basically my week. I, I have the um, the um, new uh, Alex Trebek book uh, borrowed from the library, so hopefully I can get to that soon. Nice. There you go. Yep. Is he dead? No. Close though. Oh, okay. He's not he has cancer and it was stage four and the drugs were working and then they had a setback and so but he's still yeah. fighting on, so Yeah. So All right. let's see his book. Anything else? Uh no, I think that's it. If you want to get in contact with us, spf0podcast.com is where you can find all the links. Uh if you're Jason Alexander, tweet at us at SPF Zero Podcast. If you want to uh, join in on the show, you're welcome anytime. If you, work for, if you work for Google, send us a message. Why? And uh, you can also send us phones. Like we oh. will accept any donation and any gifts that are sent to us. Sure. I accept anything. Uh, I, I, I have a friend who's a Googler, but he can't get us free phones. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. All right. But yeah, follow us, um, share, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And we'll see you on the next one. Yep. See you later, Juan. Yeah. Bye.